0: Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Glenn? Wayne. How are you now? Good and you? Oh, not so bad. Ooh, look what you brought with you. Oh, Daryl. Oh, fuck. You're naked as a jaybird. Wayne. It's humid. It's the humidity. Y'all might want to think about doing the same thing. Just pop your pants right off. That way no one gets sticky. No, it's not so bad. What's the fuss? Well, my Dale mentioned something about you helping her get a squirrel out of her attic. I'm faced with a similar conundrum right over there. Seems like some kind of rodent's made his home over there. I have not seen him, but I sure can smell him. <laughs> mm. It's a possum. Possum. That's right. Oh, pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Do you want to know what? I'd reach into a pirate hooker's chamber pot before I'd reach in there, and I'm going to tell you. Possums are immune to snake venom. They could probably survive a nuclear blast. I think it's pronounced nuclear. Mm. But it isn't. They're mutants. They have forked fucking penises.
1: (laughs) We should all be so lucky.
0: They do this thing called playing possum where they appear dead and emit a death stink from their buttholes. Fuck. (laughs) Found one playing possum on time, thought it was dead, and buried it dug itself out a few hours later and fucked a hen right in front of her chicks. Wayne, think about the swear jar. You're putting so much money in. All right, let me take Pixie. Better powder. Always had a skilled hand at wrangling vermin. Thank you, Daryl. And that doesn't surprise me. No sweat? <laughs> no sweat in this heat? <laughs> that is rich. That's funny. Honestly, though, just take off your jumper. I'll hold it for you. You'll crawl up in there. No one gets Glenn. dirty. Glenn? Yes? Let's take about 20% off her up there, all right? Now, you want to have an eye because I come out meaner and spit and go like a hot dam. You likely to bite? Is the duck's ass water tight? Get ready to give him the size nines if you jukes by me. I'll be I give him the size 12 and a halfs instead. Oh, I see him. That's some drunk evolution right there, bud. You gotta wonder what two Christ-made miscreants made it to make that. It's almost not worth thinking about. Can I just reach for him? That's a better idea than going in head first. Put him where? Under my boot. Boys, just do your best not to make too big a mess, all right? And I am sorry, again, about all this heat. Wahoo! for fuck's sake. Ow. Hey, howdy, and welcome to that good old Nashville music. We're awful glad to be with you this week. We have Stonewall Jackson and a great show lined up for you, one of the prettiest, songwriting us, little blondes in country music coming up right now. Speck Rhodes is here, and a lot of good things to happen. But right now, let's welcome a gal that had a number one song a while back called Jolene. Tie Webb. Heavy Longmire. Gustav Mateblanc. Is
2: GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on
0: 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles
1: per second? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato. Enlighten me.
3: Let's get it. Hello. Hello.
4: Hi. Who? How are
3: you? Hey. Hey, you. Hey. Hey, you. Hey. Hey.
4: Hey.
5: Hey. Hey. Hey, Fred Willard died.
3: I know. That sucks, man. He's in... Did those, he really?
5: Yeah, today. Uh He's in one of those, I think you should leave, episodes
3: that does not surprise me.
5: His name's New Joe. He doesn't look good in it, so. I
3: haven't seen the one that he's in, but the two I've seen were hilarious.
5: He plays a fill-in uh, funeral organist, <laughs> not the normal yes, organist.
3: The that's funny, Freddie Willard.
5: So you know, I love Fred Willard since back Fernwood Tonight and Real People, and then obviously is he Canadian. Uh, I don't think so. I think he's American. Okay.
3: He seems Canadian-esque.
5: Canadian adjacent, yeah,
3: kind. real people. Oh man, give we, me that Sarah well Purcell all day,
5: all day. Although and Skip, Skip, a little Peter Billingsley action there after. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. After yeah. yeah, 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 yeah,
5: yeah. Byron Allen,
3: how fucking rich is he now?
5: He is a. He media owns the mogul. Weather Channel. I didn't know he owned the Weather Channel. Yeah, I he's, didn't know that.
3: I think he's worth
2: Who?
3: almost a half a billion dollars all now. Right.
5: Byron Allen, who's that? You don't remember Byron Allen? So he was on. He was the black guy on Real People. And Maybe then he did shitty you. celebrity interviews. And like they would be like press junket video, you know, interviews like Gordon does. You okay. know, where they just roll uh-huh. the most through. generic questions of all time. But he would always be like, "Hey, the last time you talked, you did this," and the people were like, "Okay," you know. But he would make it like he, yeah. you know, a real interview, mm-hmm. and he had like, and he was a comedian too, but just kind of yeah. so-so eighties. But he made like these comedy shows with comedians and stuff and just built this media empire up out of just sheer will.
3: He got in early on some of that stuff, and he was a nose-to-the-grindstone worker badass. And then, mm. yeah, he he got super wealthy, and then he now owns the Weather Channel. I
5: did not know he owned the Weather Channel. I mean, he
3: owns a huge media conglomerate,
5: right. but the
3: Weather Channel is part of that now. Huh. That's awesome. And, I mean, I think I really think he's worth... Almost a half a billion. Look it up. Look it What's up. What's his name? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say. Byron Allen. I'm going to huh. guess $400 million. Byron Allen from real people is worth half a billion dollars. How much do you think Skip's worth? Much less. I think Skip was like a DJ. Yeah, he had DJ vibes. I had no problem with Sarah Purcell, though. Byron Allen, Allen folks? Her little cute haircut.
5: Although, by my current standards, she'd be too skinny for me, but... Uh I loved her she was when I was a kid. She was such a cutie. I love that show. I I'll, I it's on Amazon. I'll watch it.
4: It's I don't I've never heard of Real People.
5: What? Really? they had the huge studio audience that they would run down the aisles to no. start the and show? they would just have these real world stories about a guy with the Biggest ball of string. Yeah, it's or like the, it's no. kind of like a national I'm, version of Texas Country report It's on Amazon Prime. You. I'm looking watch at it. the
4: picture of it here. Four hundred like, million. No.
5: Thank you. Holy shit. Thank
4: you. None of that looks
5: familiar to me at all. Oh, it was on Wednesday nights on Channel Five KXAS. No.
3: Speaking of lookers, talking about Sarah Purcell, I promised that I would tell the Jolene story. All right. First,
5: can you hear me? Podcast three guys. Two of who whom can remember real people, and the other one can't. And
3: appreciate it. And appreciate it, heavy. Yeah.
5: I'm Gustav
4: Montebank. I do remember real people.
3: I am Ty Webb. I also remember real people.
4: I am the one and only America's favorite heavy Longmire, and I do not remember real people. Because you never watched it. Hey, no. Carol Burnett's show
5: is also on Amazon Prime, and I watched the Dennis sketch Dude. the other night holds
4: that, uh That show is so good.
5: Now, the, the interaction with the audience, just skip through that, you know, but, the dude, the... It's the, on Amazon, you say
4: Amazon Prime, yeah. Okay. Amazon or Hulu 1 has Newhart. I love watching that. Oh, yeah. I think Hulu has Newhart. Hulu. What
3: do you prefer better, the the original Bob Newhart or like, Newhart?
4: I like the Newhart show, the second one. The yeah. That's my favorite. And, Hulu had that for a while, and then it, and then it, they did away with it. Well, we're about to get to even more of a
5: fracturing of the streaming services. This summer, NBC is bringing out their own, called oh, Peacock. Blessed.
3: Man, the original Newhart, you know though, with Suzanne what? And you've already Plachette. got
5: CBS. Oh, yeah.
3: Suzanne Plash. Oh, watch this. Come on.
4: Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. I want, and I cannot believe, I don't know who owns it, what the fight is. I don't know, but please, you cannot find Northern Exposure anywhere. It's locked in the damn vault for some reason.
5: Yeah, I don't know who owns it.
4: And them. I don't know what... what about, th- could you
5: even buy, like, the old DVDs? How did you get the ones that you burned for me? I might have blown somebody. Okay. okay. So there, is, there, because, there are options.
4: Because Gus gave them to me on DVD. Oh. Bootleg DVDs. Like... Shit, 15 years ago? I, th-
5: I think back then I had a pre-Netflix... It wasn't Netflix. It was mm-hmm. a different company uh, that did DVD rental through the mail.
4: I figured you just burned them off a of torrent or something.
5: No, was, this was like 2000 or okay. something. I mean, I could barely...
4: I would have to wait for a porn picture to download, you know. Gotcha. Woo, I but, I mean, nobody... It's not in syndication anywhere in the world. Nobody's straight. And I don't know why. This The last time I looked, like three right. years ago, And I, it, it was like, that was one of my, to me, that's one of the best TV shows ever made.
3: When I only saw a few episodes, and what I did see I really liked, God, it was but so I never good. watched a full season of that. It was so good. When the I, the
4: Turner, early it was, seasons were it was, good. It was, it, it, was, it was funny. It was quirky. Gorgeous setting. The character,
3: uh, it was character-driven, Yeah, for the sure.
4: characters were... I mean, you talk about quirky characters.
3: Yeah. Janine was oh, so She was cute. rocking.
4: And yeah. uh, Texas is own. Yep. That's right. Troy. She's, remember when Troy Aikman she's dated She's got there? some HSOs these yeah. days. Does so she? Uh, she, yeah. she hot on Twitter?
3: Let's just say she's not coming to any of your political party <laughs> yeah, meetups. Okay. She's not going to be at
5: a Bernie
4: rally. <laughs> I'm not a Bernie supporter, by the
3: way. Okay. Glad yeah. you got that out there. Now, after he's, yeah.
4: he's out. A wasted vote now. Yeah. Yeah,
5: I don't know. Maybe that's one of those ones where it's tied up and legal. CBS has their own streaming thing now.
4: Because when you said NBC was getting their own, that's what I'm going to think about it. Because wasn't it an NBC or was it a CBS? It was, it was CBS. CBS. Was it? CBS. It was, CBS. Yeah. was an exposure with CBS.
5: CBS. CBS. Okay. Uh, but that's gotten real blurry itself now because... Like, if you go to Hulu and you look, it was more so before it, things started to get fractured. But you could look at, like, ABC on right. Hulu. And there would be stuff that I know was on NBC and vice versa and CBS. Oh, okay. So it's more of a matter of who owns it now gotcha. versus what it was then. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, NBC's about to roll theirs out this summer. They may have a soft rollout already. but And I can't think.
4: Of a thing on there that I would well, want to watch. I think NBC is going to pull. Unless they show all that, all the old Monday Night Football. Well, oh, that'd be ABC. ABC. That would be ABC, wouldn't it? Yeah. So that'd be
5: that would be Hulu. Yeah, because Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN are all owned by the same Disney. Disney.
4: Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize they owned Hulu. Yeah, Disney okay.
5: owns Hulu. Jeez. That so Hulu's mouse. not going to go away because it's got the power of,
4: of the mouse.
5: Of the mouse, right? NBC is already fighting
4: power of Waltz, frozen head.
5: Like the power of Michael and then
3: Eisner.
5: HBO's coming out with their own standalone. It's going to be more than just HBO Go.
3: Yeah, I saw that. At,
5: yeah, I'm not. And so NBC's going to have movies too.
3: You know, so it's it's going to get into crazy. it because in the new HBO one, the ones that got the rights to Friends.
5: I think so, yeah. HBO what? Max. Yeah. And that's what it's going to turn into,
3: especially now. Which, I mean,
2: overrated. Oh, it sucks so bad.
3: Friends, it was, it was it, funny. I mean, it was
2: fine. Yeah.
4: But it's I, not I, a it's, top
2: I, five
5: TV show. I never show. No, liked it. No, I never liked, liked it.
4: it. It was funny. But that's what it's all
5: going to turn into is, you know, I think Peacock's going to have The Office and like Parks and Rec never and all these. Never seen
3: The Office.
4: So good.
5: It, it is very good. I probably now, need it's, too. it's not the entire. Once uh corral leaves
4: that's i quit watching after it's that it's downhill but yeah.
5: while it's there now i enjoyed it very much i won't go watch it again probably did, ever did y'all ever do community
3: i saw that's up now. some
4: i it's I saw like the first episode i think and it didn't catch me and i never went back to it. It, it there are some really good episodes there's some
5: funny stuff chevy chase is more times off than not he's
3: an anchor on there i heard yeah
5: uh, his anchor tied around your neck. I mean, it's. Yeah. But Donald Glover's funny. Uh, I, I like
4: Joel McHale. I like Joel McHale. I've, I've heard it's got some good characters. Yeah. I can't think of any bad, any actor from our childhood that has fallen off more than Chevy Chase as far as just not. I mean, to me, Bill Murray. He should have quit
3: while he was ahead.
4: Bill Murray is as funny, if not funnier, now. Than he Boy, was then those two he hated was, each yeah, other. Than he was then. Yeah. and Those
3: two were like coming to blows on the set of Caddyshack.
4: Yeah. And I don't know what it is. Aykroyd's still at least personable. I just love
3: Aykroyd so much. I do
4: too. Although. And he's a bizarre dude.
5: Three he's, hours
4: on Rogan's a little bit
5: long. Yeah. He, yeah. But even want. that,
3: I listen to the whole thing. I listened to it. I mean.
5: I You know, I still like him, but it's just okay.
3: All right. He's just so unique and entertaining. I mean, he and he's turned. He's fun to listen much,
5: to. He is.
4: He's very what?
3: He's fun to listen to. Okay. I mean, he's just he's interesting. So you remember his character
5: in Tommy Boy, the fast talking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of <laughs> yeah. turned into that now. Okay. Yeah, not as mean and you know, but he's very much because mm-hmm. he's got all of his. He's got his tequila, so he's talking. He, he he's the. What is he's this? a salesman. Now. He's a salesman. Oh, yeah, yeah, from Tommy Boy for tequila. Now, gotcha. And UFOs. And right. Ghost. He had, uh, and Donna Dixon. You,
2: <laughs>
5: that that right Top there. Top five That right childhood. there is one of the greatest normal guy gets ever. ever. I mean, I realize yeah. he's a huge star at the time.
4: They still married? Still, oh, yeah, together. forever. Really?
5: Forever.
3: Wow. Boy. Because he's Danny. had. Because Donna I Dixon remember. and Bosom Buddies. Oh. That is peak young tie right,
2: right. there.
4: The,
5: uh, Donna Dixon and Spies Like Us. Yeah, that's oh, and that the Russian chick, yes, too. Which was the chick that later was in uh, Kingpin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah, that's the chick. Huh? She comes out of that tent, Poo. pulling yes. that snowsuit up. Didn't we yes. all? Humana, 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 humana. Yeah.
4: Have we told who we are? Goldfinger. Yeah, we did. Okay. Tell us about this possum.
3: Before we get to possum... I should probably hit it because it's more, it's a better segue, given what we've just been talking about, to tell the Jolene thing.
4: All right. Tell us about Jolene. it's a short
3: and sweet. All right. And it's really more of a conversation starter than a story.
4: All right. I'm peaked.
3: And to ask you about when this experience was for you, because I know you had this experience. The first time? Well, I was in college. Long time. Love that first time, short time. That's what they should call it. But the... When you go there's that rite of passage when you go to college, if you're lucky enough to go to college, or when you you know, you hit young adulthood to where you have your first encounter with a woman. Okay? A grown
4: ass woman. Grown ass
5: woman.
3: Jolene was the first
4: You've m- told us about Jolene.
3: I th- think. No, you're thinking about you're thinking about the girl that I dated that was a woman. Yeah. This is not her.
5: This is not the girl that measured
4: him.
3: No, I'm thinking about the one that
4: was the untouchable.
3: <laughs> no that that was a d-
4: that was a different one. That was a different. Okay, so a yeah. lot of women in this man's life. That, a lot that of-
3: was a, that was the woman that was famous at the club for right. dancing, and, and she, the, she was, was just unapproachable. Unapproachable. Yeah, Jolene was not like that, but Jolene was the when I my first semester of my freshman year of college. You know how it is. You go to the dorms, you meet, you know, like.
1: Mm-hmm. My best
3: friend was my roommate, so I knew somebody mm-hmm. there. But then mm-hmm. you make friends with mm-hmm. everybody on your dorm wing or whatever. Mm-hmm. You got this whole new group of friends, and so we, you know, within about six weeks of being there, now we got our own crew, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the one of our buddies in our crew, we went over to this apartment, and he was friends with this girl Jolene that he knew from high school from back home. He knew her because he had an older sister that knew her. Well, okay. Long story short, she was she was a senior. Okay. And we were freshmen. Okay. Okay. So and you know so the she's
4: diff- twenty three.
3: She's twenty two.
4: Two. Okay. You're eighteen.
3: The difference between eighteen and twenty two might Huge. as well be twenty years, right? Right. Yep. So we go over to this girl's apartment for a party get together kind of thing, and. It's no big deal to him because he knows her, Mm -hmm. you know, like he's friends with her. He's not, you know, but he's like, you know, hey, Jolene, this is my friend, Ty, this is my friend, you know, whatever. And I mean, I'm just like the, um, Tom and Jerry where my jaw drops and my eyes bug out.
2: Mm -hmm. She
3: is. She's the first face to face contact with a woman that I've had.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Right. Like this is, this is the first time. I've been nose-to-nose with somebody that just takes my breath away. Right. And the best way I can describe her is, you know, and she, again, she looked like a grown woman to me, and I'm still a little kid, you know. She really closely resembled Shania Twain. Early Shania Twain. Oh, early was... And she was so...
5: She's still curvy. She She was
3: so gorgeous that within our college, okay, which wasn't a small, I mean, it wasn't a little tiny, rink private school. Right. She was known throughout the college by just her first name. Right. Which makes me a little bit nervous about even (laughs) maybe we should. Oh, well. But it's already out there. But if you know Jolene, then a tip of the hat to you. But she was so gorgeous that that was the first experience I'd had with like homina, 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 homina. You know, Mm -hmm. so I was. All that to say, I was wondering when y'all's first experience of that was, like, the first time you were ever, like, met or got to know or face-to-face with somebody that it was, they were so gorgeous that it it was hard to be around them. Hmm. Surely you had that experience at some point. Maybe last week. I don't know. but Obviously, when I met Mrs. Gustav. But you know, I mean, I know you know, heavy, the experience of getting to college and you're around women for the first time. Yeah, and I'm trying to think. high school girls, women.
4: Of one that meets that standard, and I'm.
3: But do you remember how there were several things when you went, like within that first semester of college, there were several moments where you realized I'm not in my hometown anymore. Yes, absolutely. I'm not in high school anymore. Right, yeah, I, this is a whole new world. And yeah, Jolene was definitely one of those for me. I was like, this is not the nine hundred three. This is a woman. I can
4: think of one. I mean, I can. And I met her my junior year of college. She was from Houston,
3: which a lot of our
4: yes that college
3: was, girls were
4: were from Houston, and yeah, she was one of those. She's a little hippie chick.
3: Where you just have a hard time not staring.
4: Yeah, and there was just, there was just something about her that was like
3: she might
4: be the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Just this. I don't know. I even where you're.
3: You're just drawn to them, and then yeah. you
4: realize they're. Radio edit. Well, well, even
3: <laughs> you're probably gonna have to cut
2: that out.
4: Even yeah, I'll have to cut that shit out. And even with her, it's not that she. Yeah, there was just something. <laughs> Leave it in. No, I'm not. No, no. that could be
3: anything.
5: You oh, it. <laughs> could be anything. I think our... Uh,
3: I'm so glad you and Not Heavy <laughs> of the editing. God. It's not that specific. Yeah. Lots well, of... Radio edit. Radio edit. this world. Oh, <laughs> can't say that. <sighs> I've already got a bad record with... Radio
4: edit. The, uh, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's just, just like...
3: Yeah, there was nothing... Well, that's... You know, that's the thing is that it... I'd never felt... I mean... You had that, it was kind of similar to that when you were, we were freshmen in high school and the senior girls mm-hmm. yeah. were like, wow, they're senior girls, mm-hmm. but you weren't really around them a lot. Yeah. Like this was like somebody I was now going to be around right. a lot and I like, I literally could not. I'd never felt uncomfortable talking to anyone. I mean, you know me. I was always going to run my mouth. I'd never felt that anxious, uncomfortable, oh, my God, I'm just staring at you feeling right. before. And it made a mark. Yeah. I mean, it's like your first love makes a mark. You don't ever forget them.
4: This girl made me uncomfortable because we had, we had several classes together. I guess it was the... We had a lab together. What'd she taste like? And I remember her... <laughs> pairing up with me in lab and i think now she didn't smell like patchouli but i could remember her she just seemed really freaking intelligent and really more experienced in life you know what i'm saying like Like, she wasn't there to
3: play around and
4: and she was from houston
3: and she wasn't an idiot
4: yeah and and i remember being uncomfortable and i can remember getting the feeling that she knew i was uncomfortable around wow. her did
3: she smell like a chemical plant and
4: didn't no <laughs> a no Maytown. and uh but she didn't use it it was almost like she thought it was cute or something and not not in a necessary derogatory way didn't use it against me in any way kind of thing but it was i don't, I don't know but i know what you're saying I'd man, like,
5: I, I would this. like to have seen this interaction this sounds this
3: his Scenario,
5: yeah, sounds more interesting. yours I totally understand it was mine this was that would,
3: the the best way I can describe mine was that Wayne's world Dreamweaver right. moment where like I'd never come across somebody before to where I totally was just mesmerized yeah. and speechless, yeah, and like we were in the same age group, right technically, but it was like I was you know meeting um what's her name from Buck Rogers? uh
4: yeah. Aaron Gray.
5: Aaron Gray. It's like yeah. Aaron
3: Gray was all of a sudden three feet from okay. me. Okay, yeah. And I just couldn't no, speak. No,
4: not the, same, not the same experience.
3: It's just, I mean, I will never forget her. I will never forget that first time See, I don't know
5: that I've had her. exactly what he's talking about yeah. either. But then again, no knock. You and I aren't as handsome as him to be in these circles. It's true.
2: You well,
3: mean, I mean, everybody. My whole friend group was in this circle. It just happened to be because our one buddy knew her. Right. All, but that was the thing. Like all of a sudden, she's hanging out with us. Yeah. Like we're going to the bars, we're partying, and I'm like, I'm I'm supposed to just act normal. Like I'm supposed to not stare at her anybody, the whole time. Anybody else notice how hot she is? Right. And that's the thing. Everybody, like. And I just, I also thought about, like, what it was like to be her because every guy, and she was one of those that would hang out with the guys, Uh Mm -hmm. so it would, like, be her and six of us going to the bar, and not only are we can't stop, even though she's cool and we become friends with her, you still can't stop staring at her, Mm -hmm. everybody in the whole place can't stop staring at her. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's one of those, like, you know, just stops down a room gorgeous. Right. And that, I mean... It wasn't until much later until I really understood what it felt to be that way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I shit. knew
2: it was coming. Uh,
3: no.
4: uh, all right. So was that the lead up to the, did she have a pet possum or something? She called her Coochie called the possum. Oh.
3: No. The possum story is <laughs> much, much more fun and much less irritating in terms of my psyche. That this was a different college okay. that I went to later on. Smaller college, yeah, small private, take all your money college,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and but I know that I know you guys will um, understand this experience or you had this experience. We had a big group of friends, and you always had that one guy that was part of the group, but always the one who got the shit kicked out of him, picked on, you know, like yeah. the butt of all the jokes, right. And, halfway brought it on himself you know would get to the point like even for those of us who would try to not just beat the shit out of him all the time he would push it and push it and push it until you were like this is why you know this is why because you won't fucking you know stop it or you won't let it go i mean so he brought on a lot of it himself but he had a i can't say it because it i mean i'm sure it wouldn't get back but he had a very particular nickname that and you can bleep it or whatever, but we all called it. Radio edit. He
1: yeah. got
3: that nickname. He had that nickname before I got there. Okay. Like I, I got to this college and I got into this friend group, and that this was already the dynamic. Grandfathered in. Yeah, this was already the dynamic. He was already the you know the the butt of all the jokes and the kind of the dunts of the group, but also the pest of the group. Mm-hmm. Well, we were at this. One of my buddies had this awesome, perfect house for parties in college this old like turn of the century two story wooden house that like eight guys lived in right. right that they were renting for nothing you know back mm-hmm. then that we went to all the time for house parties right cuz it it also it was in kind of like a kind of like the downtown historical mm-hmm. area but it had a huge lot and so i guess they just knew that college kids were renting it out because i mean they never called the cops on us or anything but we partied there right Every weekend. Yeah. We're at one of these house parties with our whole crew and then a bunch of other people from the college. There's probably, I don't know, maybe 75 people there. Oh, goodness. Big party. Big party. Lots of drinks. You know, I mean, very animal Mm house-esque. But we also had these prank wars going on at the time within our friend group. Like, there was... Mm Two segments that kind of you know broke apart right. the North versus the South and we would prank right. each other back and forth. So that was kind of our mindset at the time. Was it like you know at any moments notice any time there was an opening, what kind of bullshit prank could, go could on. we pull yeah. on each other? And I think I've told you all about several of those that we you know we did that mm-hmm. were pretty. It got.
5: We had of, a we had a whole episode that I had to delete.
3: Yeah, it got really. I got a
5: letter from his lawyer telling me to delete. Yeah, it got episode. really
3: out of control there, to where like the township got involved. <laughs> but so we were. It was one of those nights where radio edit just would not stop. You know, he was just driving everybody insane with his bullshit, and. He was just getting on everybody's nerves. He wouldn't stop. He was just, you know, you know those types that they they just push and push and push until Mm -hmm. you, you know, kick the shit out of them. Right. And then they whine and whine and whine. Right. Well, this was one of those nights. And I was, he was inside the house and I was outside with one of my best friends at the time smoking, believe it or not. (laughs) It's about two o'clock in the morning and we are shit faced. I mean, can barely stand up. And I'm about three packs in, you know, at this point. Uh. And we're sitting out there smoking, drinking, and talking, me and one of my best buddies, and Radio edit. sticks his head out the door. Like, out there's a back, we're in the like, mm-hmm. back area where everybody's parked. And he sticks his, I don't even remember what he said, but he stuck his stupid, fat fucking face out the door and yelled like he would always do, you know, he yelled just something stupid at us and then shut the door and went back in. We're both just like, he is driving us up the fucking wall. you know. Hey, he's,
5: I hate to interrupt. Give me an alternate name that I can just cut and paste back in.
3: Let's call him Tiny. Okay. Because he was built like a bowling ball. Gotcha. Okay. He was a, Thank he you. He was about, you know, we're 20 years old at the time, and he went about 4'11". Oh, holy shit. 5'2", maybe. 5'2", on a good day, 245". Very bowling ball-esque. Wow. A small man. Small, robust man. Dense. Very dense. Um, And so we're sitting out there smoking and drinking. He sticks his face out and says something stupid and then shuts the door. And so we're just commiserating over like he is driving us up the fucking wall. We're so ready for him to leave. But we know the party's going to go on for another, you know, two or three hours Mm -hmm. at this point. So we're sitting there smoking, drinking, griping about tiny... And then all, while we're out there, all of a sudden we see uh, a possum up in the corner. You know, those old like colonial houses have all those little little spots, like little corners. Yeah, yeah.
4: Nooks and crannies. Nooks
3: and crannies in the yeah. back. There's all these little yeah. angles and everything. Well, we hear some wrestling. You know, we go over there and um, there's a back like floodlight, and we can see. And there's a possum like in the he's stuck in the corner, one of those little nooks and mm-hmm. crannies, like he's You know, he's trying to, like, go somewhere, but he's stuck in this one little spot. And I don't remember, I think it was my suggestion first, but I feel bad about it. If it was, but it probably was. But somewhere in our talk, we got the idea of, and over there in one of the, in the same little nook and cranny area, there's uh, our buddies whose house it is. They've got a bunch of their tools leaning up against the house. Like a shovel, a rake, you know, two or three rakes or whatever, a broom. And there's a huge fishing net <laughs> leaning up against the house. And I said, you know what we got to do? <laughs> and it's like, we're going to have to put that fucking possum in Tiny's car. <laughs> I was like... All right, so we, and it, I mean, it took a minute, you know, the, I mean, those possums are not exactly, you know. Domestic. Not domestic.
4: Not, not friendly. Not
3: complacent with our plans, or uh, complicit, I should say, with our plans, and so it took, you know, several minutes, but we finally got talking Talked the,
4: him into getting in the net.
3: We finally got yeah. the Plus, net. y'all were. We netted the possum. Y'all were right. pretty
5: far in at this point, oh, too. Oh,
3: we were falling over drunk. Yeah. yeah. Hand-eye coordination was at a low point, so our idea was that we were going to put the we were going to net the possum. You shaking the tail. Mm-hmm. Then we were going to throw, and this was back in the day where nobody locked their cars. Right, right. And so we were going to net the possum. We were going to throw it in Tiny's car. He had this little shitty oldsmobile four-door, light blue. I can still see it. I mean, just P O S we were gonna, you know, throw the possum in there and then we we're just gonna hang out outside until or we were gonna hang out outside or go back into the party and when it was time for him to leave, we we're gonna come out there.
2: Right. You know.
3: Our whole goal was for him to be halfway home and for this thing to just up <laughs> on right. his shoulder, you know, right. like <laughs> just jump out at him. So we netted the possum, but we're so drunk too that we don't know what we're doing. And we get, we we take the net, we get him in the net, we walk it over to the car, we open up the, the back passenger door, <laughs> and we go to, we're trying to throw, we're taking the net, and we're trying to, you know, right. how you back how you right. kind of backlash the net, you yeah. know, we're, we're, backlashing right. net, we're backlashing the net, we're backlash. Damn,
4: possum won't get out.
3: He's all, he's all hung up in the net, right. you know, like now, and he is... It's pissed i I mean yeah oh and he you know we can't get him out of there we're definitely not going to put our hands on him no get him out of the net we can't we can't figure out i mean we must have backlashed that net a hundred times trying to get we're trying to fling him out of the net into the car we got the car Uh, and we're just flinging it is he hitting the car no we got the we got it to where we got the, the door all the way open so we've got the net where, like, we you know, we're pushing it in there as hard as we can and gotcha. drawing it okay. back. Mm-hmm. We're trying to, you know, just fling him in there.
5: Because I just imagine them swinging this net around and just banging,
3: banging the possum poss- <laughs> up against the side of the car. <laughs> we're trying. I mean, we're trying so hard to get him to fling him out of that net. But now, every time we've done it, we've double snagged him in there, too. Mm-hmm. So he's just I mean he's not coming out of the net and we can't and he's so pissed and we can't get him out of there and I'm getting so angry cuz I'm like this you know this has foiled our whole plan
4: damn possum
3: And then finally I can remember it like I'm standing there and my buddy goes just throw the whole fucking net in there <laughs> it's like, okay. So we we throw the whole net possum and all in the back seat shut the door and we're like we're walking away we're like man this you know, and, and we can hear the possum even after the door <laughs> shut. The fucker is going insane. Uh, and I'm sure shitting and
2: pissing and that, that all oil, in that the vehicle. Things. It's, mm, it's that scree- musk. Yeah. I
3: mean, it's going nuts in there. Like, just imagine a possum in a net would be, right? that right. has <laughs> been flung a hundred times. Right. Yeah. I mean, so pissed. And so we're walking back up to the house and we're like, let's smoke a cigarette then we'll go back in there and we'll see if, you know, we got to find him. And then when he comes out for the party, you know, when he comes out to leave, we'll sneak back out here and, you know, watch him get in the car or whatever. So we're out there smoking another cigarette. About that time, here comes Tiny. He walks out and he's, you know, he's yelling back at people in the party and he's half drunk. It only took about two beers for him. he he walks out of the house. He walks down the stairs. We're still sitting out there smoking, and he makes some comment about, like, you know, you fuckers going to stay out here and smoke all night. You Right. Know? He's like, I'm leaving, you know. We're like, oh, this is perfect. You know, like we're going to get to see him. So we we sit out there, me and my buddy. We watch him get in the car. Gets in. Closes the door behind him, and we're like, holy shit, you know, what's going to happen? We figure, like, he's not even going to get it started, and this thing is going to be going nuts, and he's going to jump out of there, you know? Mm -hmm. Nope. Gets in, starts up the car, headlights come on, pulls out of the little parking area, down, there's like a long driveway that goes down to the city street, Mm -hmm. pulls down the driveway, we're just, we're standing out there, we walk over to the driveway, we watch him pull down. We're, like, we're looking at each other now like, what the fuck? Right. Like, the only thing we can think of is that this thing died, the possum died in the one minute between when we threw the net in and when he came out of the house. Like, How could he not have, as soon as he opened the door, this thing was going to go, it was going to run our whole trick because it was going to be hissing and everything. And he was gonna, right. just
2: going to jump in. Right.
3: Well, nope. He's in, drives down, drives down the driveway. We're dumbfounded walking down the driveway like what the hell walk down towards the street he turns left out of the driveway starts going down this long you know city street mm-hmm. that this old house is on canopied by all these beautiful trees you know, uh-huh. beautiful street you know what that downtown is oh, yeah. like too super pretty so we slowly walk make our way down down that long driveway to this to the curb and we're you know we're just like shaking our heads like what the hell? we can see him driving 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 just before he gets out of sight the tail lights we see
2: <laughs> bright
3: red brake lights come on car stops and we can he's so far now but we we see the car door open and we can faintly hear him being like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> We see him, we can barely, he's so far away, we can barely see him, but we can see him get out of the, we can see him stop, jump out of the door, uh, out of the car, yell, what the fuck, and then open the passenger, I mean, the back door, (laughs) driver's Uh side door, and, I mean, we can't see it, but we can tell what he's doing, he's like, you know, scrambling around for whatever that is. (laughs) he reaches in there and throws that net out.
5: <laughs> it's still in the net?
3: Still in the net. Throws that net out into the street, slams the door, gets in, slams his door, just screeches off. <laughs> but we were like, I mean, what are the odds that, first of all, that that thing wasn't going to go crazy as soon as he got in the right. car? And then all we could think about was that what was going through his mind the moment that halfway down that drive, he re- whatever happened, I'm sure that thing started hissing right, like crazy. Yeah. And he... I mean, can you imagine? Oh. It's two o'clock in the morning. You're drunk. You're in your car alone.
2: Right. Yeah.
3: And all of a sudden, you start to hear that shit go crazy.
4: Oh, Lord.
3: I mean, can you imagine how scared... Yes. Flabbergasted, befuddled that you would have been? Yeah. I mean, that... Watching well, was, him jump out of that car and be like, what the fuck? Like bees were chasing him or something. It was, <laughs> what, what, it how was did he so bring it up to that. you all know, later? <laughs> we didn't see him for like a couple of days in, perf- in perfect tiny form. You know, we brought it up to him. When we saw it, we were like, you know, we were out there smoking and we saw, you You know, it looked like you were yelling or something, what was going on. And he, he it never crossed his mind that we were the ones to... Net that possum. <laughs> Your friends, man. No, his whole thing was still like, I don't know. How did a fucking possum get in my car? <laughs> <laughs> a possum
4: in a fishing net. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it
3: ne- he never put two, two and two, two. <laughs> together that somebody at this party, like, it, 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 he, he never even put it together that uh, somebody at the party did it. Right. He was just like, man, I, I left that party, and then like there, there's a fucking possum in my car. Yeah. we're like yeah we fucking put it in there tiny like but that moment that uh did it, y'all ever tell him oh no okay that no, no, no. that that moment watching him jump out of the car
4: oh that'd be great do
3: that bees are chasing me damn
4: right yeah
3: up in the air made up for so much shit we'd had to go, uh, go
4: through with him. that's awesome buddy that's
3: but it I really – it wasn't our – I mean, our initial plan would have been better if we could have got that thing in there without the net.
4: Yeah, that would have been great.
3: Then that thing would have just been running loose.
4: And what if it would have just curled up in the back seat, in the back floorboard. And played possum. And played possum. And and then he get back to his place.
3: Or the next morning he he goes out there. He gets
4: back to his place, closes the door. That possum's out there all night shitting and pissing ripping the in
3: the console
4: oh my gosh ripping seats up trying to get out my gosh
3: I mean I just it didn't it didn't accomplish our original goal of it crawling up in his lap like we wanted it to (laughs) but what I envision and what makes me happy inside is that that thing from the time that we threw it in there until five minutes or so past when he went and got in the car it Started playing possum
2: mm-hmm, and it was uh-huh. completely
3: silent. And then at some point during that drive, that fucker went into full possum mode. <laughs> and I guarantee you, he, especially knowing him, he probably pissed his pants. Shh.
2: I mean, can uh, you imagine
3: if you're driving down the road at 2 o'clock in the morning? Oh, Lord, sound, no. sound. You know no. how loud that is? Oh. Yeah, Even that's... From behind you? I hate yeah, In the dark? In the back seat in the dark? Woo. So knowing he...
4: In East Texas?
2: Himself oh, noise. yeah. No
4: telling what the hell it could be.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> right. That, I did have a buddy one time that wanted to do something similar when we were at a, we were out fishing. It wasn't a party, but we were out fishing. There were three or four of us out there with our cars, and he grabbed a snake... Oh, he wanted no. to throw it in one of our buddies' nah, trucks. and Somebody will like, have a wreck. Yeah, that's... I was like, man. I was like, man, we can't do that. Yeah. Like, he might fucking die. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that,
4: Did I ever tell y'all about friend. the back in the school we both attended? Wonderful. There were some... Cool. Oh, yeah. We just stopped down for a moment Yeah. pay to that. Yeah, it was pretty amazing Jolene place. wasn't
3: the only looker at that school.
4: It was a pretty amazing place. The Because uh, it was a...
3: So it, many it, rich, fine, dumb women.
4: It was like the prep school. Stepping for, stone. It was a stepping stone for the big universities.
3: Yeah. It was the, I couldn't get into this school, right. I, but I damn sure wasn't going to do community college. I couldn't get I into UT find, or I A&M. I a stepping stone. Yeah,
4: couldn't get into UT or A&M, so I'll go here for a couple of years and then transfer. It was that kind of school. But do you remember...
3: Super party school. Oh, yeah. I mean, between the parties and the women, I'd highly recommend it.
4: The uh, there were some younger guys from our hometown that went to college there. They came in like my senior year there. Do you remember the place? Was this uh,
3: including relatives of my roommate, he went there. His little brother, and his crew went there.
4: It, yeah, same age group. Yeah, yeah, those guys. The uh, and I'll say some names here. You sure. Can. It was uh, one weekend. See, Radio edit. was going to school there. Radio edit.
3: Radio edit. Yeah. Well, Radio
4: edit. Had, no 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 no. He wasn't there. Radio edit. Was there for a year.
3: How well do you think that
4: went? Yeah, a year. <laughs> and uh, well, you remember the restaurant south of the uh, South Loop? Yeah. 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 That would yeah, stay yeah, open yeah. twenty four hours. Oh yeah. Yeah. That,
3: yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I'm Spent many a yes, many a night there. Yes,
4: well, they stumble in there one night after hitting the bars, and uh, you know, eat a big breakfast. They're in Radio Edit's Z seventy one, right? Go in, they eat, come back out, realizes he's locked his keys in his in the truck. They're still drunkard and shit, and one of them, I think. Radio convinces him he's going to have to break a window to get into the truck. He doesn't have a spare key. Well, they know because the back glass in those Z71s, it's that sliding glass. Mm-hmm. Those are expensive. So let's just break out driver's side window.
3: Luckily, he knows someone who deals in glass. Right.
4: We'll bust that one out, get the keys. So he takes the removable hitch, trailer hitch, yeah. off the back, Rears back, throws it at the driver's side window. Bounces right
2: off.
4: <laughs> like, damn. Picks it up again. Throws it a little harder. Driver's side window. Bounces right back off. In a drunken stupor, he's like, what the shit? Picks up the trailer hitch, bears back. Throws it. Whoop. Goes through the driver's <laughs> side window, out the passenger side window. <laughs> I thought
3: you were going to say you missed it and hit somebody else's no. truck.
4: Went through two damn windows.
5: Why, I mean, and I realize they're they're gonna break their ass. Well, why, if you're going to break the window, why break the driver's side where you're going to have to sit to
4: drive? Yeah. I I know. It's
5: knuckleheads. It's
3: 2 a.m. and drunk 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 off their ass.
4: Knuckleheads. You know, that,
3: that. Um, I mean, I've got a million stories from that school, but one of the one, and I've already told the one on here before about the first big college party I went to Mm -hmm. was there out in the middle of the woods where they had a big mudslide that you Mm -hmm. went down naked, and I was like, this is not high school anymore. Right. Um, But one of my buddies, and you know, I mean, you know what that place was like. I mean, party school to the max, and I mean. Every night. Every night. There was a party at, you know, there were there were about five or six different bars, and every bar had its own night, mm-hmm. and everybody went to that, whatever that yeah. bar was, and everybody and just was the partying every night. Yeah. And every, I mean, you could have pulled over thousands of people every night for driving drunk, right? Yes. I mean, you could have just sat out there on that main strip and pulled over every car. Yeah. Well, we're, we're at the Thursday night, which was the quarter pitcher night. You probably went there, too, bar.
4: Mm-hmm. I didn't do much partying there.
3: Okay. Well, I did. At the bars, I didn't. And Thursday night, this one bar had quarter pitchers. And you know, I mean, you know what right. that turns in. Yeah. God, I can't even fathom that. And I know it. We just, and they had a mechanical bull. I mean, it was the full meal. Is this
4: the Hunky Tonk?
3: No, no. Okay. That, that was a good spot, too. Yeah. That, was yeah, a good that spot. one was out that's, a little further. That's
4: the only one I ever went to. This
3: was one of those, they're on the street. Okay. And so we leave there one night. And of course, we're all hammered. I mean, hammered, and this is, you know, Uber doesn't exist back, everybody's just driving (laughs) or walking back to the dorm, you know, Mm -hmm. from there. Well, and I mean, I still, and my, this was partly just because we were all so drunk and my buddy was so drunk, but also this was one of my buddy that just... I mean, he was always too big for his britches and his balls were way you know way too big best for that f- age. From high school? No, 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 okay, no. This a was one, one of our other best friends that we had made there. Okay. I was about to say that that doesn't uh, no 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 no, fit. no. This yeah. this guy was from Austin. Okay. And um, this guy's still which if you would have told me predict which guy at forty five is still going to be running a bar in the middle of Mexico somewhere or whatever like that's this guy and that's exactly what he's he's down know, in Mexico. Well, he's down in Padre, like. Okay his own bar like he's been doing that for you know he's gonna live that life until he dies yeah and so and he had a jeep of course Mm -hmm. right and so we're leaving we leave the bar and he's driving and it's me our buddy from high school that's my best friend and another friend of ours that had become one of our good buddies down there and this guy and he's driving his jeep we leave and we are on that strip, and we make the turn to go towards the dorms mm-hmm. right there on that main you road. You were in the crazy dorm,
4: weren't you? S- super crazy Okay.
3: Dorm. Yeah. And so, we make that turn down that street to go to the dorms, and sure enough, whoop! Uh-oh. Pulls in behind us, cop car with the lights on. Oh. And had never happened to us before because we were always under the impression that
4: they, just, they allowed this. I mean, they don't pull
3: you over like they could. They could pull thousands of people over every night. Right. They're, you know they're in on it. Right. I mean, they this is this is what makes the town. Right. right. They're not going to shut down the bars and the underage drinkers. Right. Well, for whatever reason, the only time ever pulled over by a cop in this college town, my whole career there. My, I mean, my, the whole time I lived there. And that that's going out to party every single night, right? Mm-hmm. Never even, rarely even saw a cop pull anyone over. Yeah. Only time we were ever pulled over. This local pulls us over, city cop, and walks up to the Jeep. You know, we got the, not only do we don't have the doors on, the top's not on, you know, we got the front windshield bent down. You know, I mean, it's we're in full college
2: mode. Right.
3: He walks up and is like, you know, what you boys been up to kind of thing, you know, straight out of right. smoking the bandit. It's obvious what you've been up to, well, it's you know it's one thirty in the morning, yeah. mm-hmm. and we're you know nineteen, and we smell like a brewery, I'm mm-hmm. sure. And he's like, you know, you know, what you boys been up to? And my my buddy, as he's prone to do, the driver is already going into sweet talk. You know, I'm going to talk my way out of this mode. Mm-hmm. And this guy is just not having it. He's getting pissed off that my buddy's trying to sweet right. talk him. And he says, you know, well, I want all of you out of the Jeep. You know, you're you're definitely, I mean, I, I'll test you if you want me to, but you're definitely going in for a DWI. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And the rest the rest of you guys are gonna, you know, you're gonna get a you're gonna get something yeah. in kind the of thing. But you're you're gonna get a DWI. Yeah. And but
2: bef-
3: and we're already like starting to pile out of the Jeep. We're like, oh, you know, what are you gonna do? Right. And my buddy, my dumb ass buddy, goes, he pulls out his wallet and opens it up and pulls out a twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Got Mr. Andrew Jackson here. A twenty. Uh, and he says <laughs> So not like he pulled out a thousand dollars, right? <laughs> so he pulls out his wallet and pulls out a twenty and says something to the effect of, Well, is there anything is there any way we could make this right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe I just give you this and we get to go home. Uh, and we're like, now we're sober. Right. We're like, not only are we in trouble, but now this idiot is trying to bribe a cop right. uh, with uh, a
5: uh, 20. twenty. Y'all y'all <laughs> Not just stepped over the line. Y'all have
3: This long is, jumped this over This is it. the same buddy in the same Jeep. I've told y'all the story before where we took it in because it was having trouble. And we're sitting there with the Shade Tree mechanic. Right. And he said, you know, well, what you got is a gas leak. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, you know, Ralph's over there working on it right now. We look over there, and there's a there's a mechanic in a jumpsuit, much like Gus is wearing right now, laid up underneath it with a palm oil. To <laughs> just half burnt underneath <laughs> they right. working on the gas leak. Right. Same same buddy, same jeep. Anyway, so he says, you know, well, hey, is there any way we can make this ride? The cop reaches over, pulls out the 20, says, you boys have a good night. And walks back. No! Now you're shitting me. If you want to think if you think that our blowhard insufferable insufferable buddy wasn't insufferable, then uh oh. This gave him the ego inflate that he did not need.
4: Oh my right? god!
3: That that I mean, he's just so. Then he just gave us the look like fucking told you. <laughs> Shit! And then he just pulls off, and we're like, "What the?" I to this day, I don't understand how that, why that whole situation happened, or how that whole situation happened. That he the- why. Why would you, if you were going to go to all the trouble of pulling us over, which they never do, right? And then you were going to be confronted with a punk ass, smart ass, drunk driver Mm -hmm. that, on top of being a smart ass, because he was a smart ass from the get go with the cop, let me tell you. I mean, it wasn't yes, sir, no, sir. It was like, okay, whatever, you know? Right. And on top of that, he's going to try to bribe you with $20. And you're going to, and he, whatever reason, he was like, grab that 20. Said, "You boys have a good night." Walked right back to his car, turned the lights off, and drove off. Maybe that was his M.O. Maybe he, maybe he had a lake house,
5: just based off twenty bucks at a time.
3: Well, let me tell you, that buddy of ours looked back at us like fucking Magnum PI. Right? <laughs> like you got the, any more questions? The
4: only thing I can think of was he was not gonna take anybody to jail. He just wanted to fuck with some college kids.
3: And why not get a 20 and
4: out
5: of it? I'm going to get a 20 out of right. it, too.
4: And I'm
3: not going to have to mess with all this
4: paperwork. not going to have to do any paperwork. I'm not going to have to go to court.
3: And me yep. and my buddy, my best buddy from our hometown, mm-hmm. at that point, we were pissed. We were wanting our jackass buddy to get <laughs> dr- drug into jail. <laughs> right. For being such a jackass. And we're like, it fucking worked. Right. And he just looked at us with that shit-eating grin, like, but- fucking did this all the time. <laughs> right. I I still, I cannot believe.
4: That's the only thing I could think of was that he had no intention of hauling it. Because like you said, on any given night, not even night, day, they could be hauling people in and out of that city jail. They could have
3: arrested thousands of people every night.
4: Yeah. And so maybe the cops knew that some of these cocky college kids will offer money, man. Yeah. We ain't got to
2: do all this damn God, paperwork. Or
3: blowjobs for the girls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I just, it was such a unique experience because, like I said, it's the only time we ever got pulled over in years of doing the same thing you know, every I mean, night. Sitting here
4: thinking about that, that police force did have an extremely small presence in town. I mean. You never ex- saw them.
3: Never. The only time I ever saw anyone even pulled over on that strip was by a hypo.
4: Yeah, and the only
3: did you the ever only s-
4: thing I ever saw those cops doing was working minor fender benders.
3: Or they were. I saw them a couple of times. I saw them come in to that. You remember that little bar that was the most popular one that was right there by campus. Yeah, yeah. What that was- everybody went to Crossroads. Yeah. That it was always about three times over max capacity. Yeah. A couple of times I saw them come into there and say, like, you know, some of y'all got to go. Like right.
2: Like, it's, we're
3: beyond flooded right now. Yeah. But they didn't arrest anybody. Right. But that's the only time I ever even saw city cops. Yeah. But to get pulled over by a city cop, and then for my dumb fucking friend, yeah. offer one $20.
4: I'm sure that that... And for him to take That it. police chief... Had a very good relationship
3: with those bar owners. I
4: bet you with the bar owners and the university. The university of like look, look, they weren't
3: going to shit on the hand that feeds them. Yeah,
4: this this university is the cash cow of the town. Yeah, you know. And
3: I just, I mean, I I was nineteen. Okay, I'd never seen anybody, uh, especially somebody else that was nineteen try to bribe a police officer. (laughs) Grown-ass
4: man, yeah.
3: And the officer... I still have never seen it. And the officer just bite on it? Right. I was beyond befuddled. Yeah. And our friend was fucking insufferable after that.
4: Yeah, I guarantee you that that was... I bet that was a racket that those cops had of like, these cocky fucking college kids.
3: You know, that was the same... And I know I've told you this story. That was the same friend which we were leaving college... And we just decided it. It was like one o'clock on a Friday night. He decided, Hey, let's go back to my, he lived in Austin. He's like, Hey, let's go to Austin for the weekend. I know some buddies that are having a party on Saturday. Okay. Let's just pick up our shit and go. So we left our town at one o'clock in the morning to drive to Austin.
4: Drive hours to Austin. And
3: we, we jumped in his Jeep. No, you know, no, like I said, he never had doors on the side. And that, that's the one I was in that time that we were going through those winding roads at two o'clock in the morning. And the- that dude came running out of the woods, covered in blood, and tried to grab the Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, like I was in the middle of an actual horror film. Right. Yeah. That, that's one of the most surreal moments of my life, that, that moment. Yeah. I don't know what was going on with that guy, but we were out there, you know, you know, I know exactly
4: from, where you were at. You know
3: the road, we were about 20 miles out of town. Yep, towards that, the National Forest out that there. That winding, piney...
4: Through the National Forest. ...Forest
3: Road where there... Yep. I mean, we hadn't seen a car. We wouldn't see another car at You're that out time towards, of night for two hours.
4: not towards... Yeah. Radio edit. Yeah. Probably, yep. And Going I mean, to Austin. And
3: there's no houses out there. No.
4: Well, it's all National Forest.
3: And that... And that dude came running out and tried to grab, and, I mean, no doors, like, mm-hmm. he was almost in my lap, tried to grab the Jeep, and we were, you know, we're on one of those turns going about 40 miles an hour. Yeah. And we look back, and he's just got his hands up in the air, like, <laughs> oh, shit. We drove for about an hour after that and didn't say a word. We were just like, what, what?
4: I wonder how.
3: We didn't go 45 anymore. No. For about 30 no. Because it was
4: interesting coming from where we came from cuz i oddly enough i fell in with uh outdoorsy people when no i was way. there and some locals joined the joined the trapper fraternity <laughs> some locals who would uh lived out towards something. we can go off we need to go off cuz yeah. so we're going to start giving away towns and stuff
5: all right i think we've got okay. we we are at a good stopping point
4: yeah i think so um, i'll tell the story off air
5: right. off mic well, you got to pay extra for that yeah, yeah, you got to pay extra. That's for the Patreon account. Yeah. Um, Alright, well, if you have your own story about sticking animals into people's cars, let us hear from you. You can email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com, and I guess we'll talk to you later.
4: Adios.
1: Bye. Can I see your license and registration, please?
4: Certainly.
2: Yeah, I was uh, going to tape up those, the, the tag,
4: you know, to be in full compliance, but... Uh,
2: must have uh, must have slipped my mind so maybe the best thing to do would be to take care of that right here in brainerd what's this sir my license of registration
0: yeah i want to be in compliance
4: i was just thinking we could take care of it right here in brainerd
1: Sicily, this is Chris in the morning coming at you one last time it is with a heavy but hungry heart that I must bid you farewell as needs I must respond to the mysterious ways of the heart and mind my brother's arrival has been an epiphany for me a a karmic tripwire igniting a deeper awareness of my connection to the planet my brother also brings with him the uh, financial means for me to explore my newfound identity for those of you unfamiliar with the latest chapter in the Stevens Saga, I've inherited half of my father's $60,000 bequest to his sons, which has been marking time at, uh, uh Bernard, where has that money been spent in its summers? The First Bank of Portland, a tax-free money market account, currently at 5.5%. Woo! Not bad. Well, that's it, Cicely. My heart beats to the African drum. My blood flows with the River Niger. From this day forward, Christopher Stevens formally declares himself to be a person of color. And world-class championship
0: wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Salley. Good night from Dallas, Texas.